How'd you spend March 2020? The month everything changed. Flowers are not canceled. Did you make the most out of the time? This is a message from the San Francisco Department of Public Health from the San Francisco Unified School District. Effective 12.01 a.m. Tuesday, March 17, 2020, everyone in San Francisco is ordered to stay home except for essential outings like getting food and medicine. This is a legal order to slow the spread of the COVID-19 virus and to keep our healthcare system stable. Please note, families may still go out to access meals at the designated meal pickup locations. For details about the meal pickup locations, please go online to ffusd.edu or call 311. COVID-19 is the illness caused by SARS-CoV-2, a virus in the coronavirus family. Both SARS and MERS are also in the coronavirus family. Those two illnesses were more deadly than COVID-19, but less communicable. Right now we're trying to slow the spread of COVID-19. So there you go. 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 I had heard about this coronavirus and had been aware of it. And at the same time, I feel concerned. But I hope that nobody all around the world gets it. 623, there's bread baking. I'm going to roast a chicken. There's a big time on the planet to be alive right now, isn't it? Wild things are occurring right and left every single day. So many changes, so many things occurring, so many big changes. Hmm, changes, 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 changes. I feel like I've been praying for a change in society since I was a child and I learned how brutal humanity can be. Praying for something that would incite the apathetic and greedy to care for all of our human family. My deepest hope is that we are in the first pains of that rebirth. Birth is painful. There's nothing to do but ride it out and surrender completely. It will soon be a memory and your life will be greater for it. It is raining right now. I am in quarantine. But let me tell you, that rain somehow makes me feel less alone. Because I was thinking that what rain is, is a cloud falling apart and pouring its shattered pieces down on top of you. And that makes me feel good to know that I am not the only thing in this world that falls apart. It makes me feel better to think that other things in nature can shatter. It's not that my heart is breaking, it's that I am falling apart and why should my heart be any different? Because falling apart is actually good for you because it's the only chance you get to put yourself back together however you want. I'm just getting my DJ set up going over here. I'm doing all the stuff of dreams. I'm moving the house around, looking at the light change, how the space feels. I'm gardening a lot and uh, Assessing, assessing this time. Things changed a little bit. I went to work today and after a couple of hours, I get a message from my boss that I get, I don't have to come to work tomorrow or the next week or I don't know. Not that I get fired, but I cannot come and 
I'm gonna get uh, my money as if I would be on what is it? Is it sick leave? You know? So like 67% of my salary which is not my biggest concern. I'm just so it's just so weird. It's so fucking weird. They're going to shut down the whole city on Wednesday. So the top three things that are kind of annoying from the coronavirus thing is first that I have to stay home and that's no fun. It's a real boon for people who are introverts and maybe extroverts are understanding what it feels like to go out into the world being closed in now. Perhaps. Perhaps. And I've been isolated at home for a week now. I've had a cough. I have a cough and a runny nose. And I don't know what it is. COVID-19 is the illness caused by SARS-CoV-2, a virus in the coronavirus family. Happy, blessed, and spiritual Monday. I just uh, really, really hope and pray that you do never get the coronavirus. I never want to get the coronavirus. But I, I really uh, hope that you are doing well and that you are healthy 100% and that you do not get it. There's bread baking. I'm gonna roast the chicken. Flowers are not canceled. <sighs> I don't really know what to say right now. Um, but my kids do. Uh, <laughs> um. Um, uh, um, 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 we'll get a new band-aid on there in a second. One sec, buddy. No, they <clears throat> Okay, can you hold on for a second to be quiet? Um, uh, <laughs> Two, I'm missing a month of school. It's like showing you how things don't work if people are not doing their thing. Like, we need each other. We need people to do their thing. Cause like that's how this is all built up and that's what we do and now it's like completely different. The rules have switched. <sighs> yeah. And uh, uh, um three, I'm kinda like sad because I'm not allowed to hang out with my friends. Yeah. Uh, so um I haven't been tested for any corona shit and I've been sick for like eight weeks but I'm not taking my chances so I'm not being out around people thinking a lot about my my friends in the entertainment industry who are getting a lot of cancellations right now and a lot of paychecks that are not coming in. I don't know. This moment is a pregnant pause and we don't know what it's giving birth to. There's bread baking. But the same could be said of any day. Outside, the neighbor's kid is singing at the top of her lungs outside the garage. She's in first grade. My kids are 9 and 14, and yesterday we made 
ice balls from frozen water balloons that we stuck in the freezer. And then we bowled uh, canned goods in the kitchen, uh, playing music. We're about a weekend. And then we had huge arguments, each of us about different things. And I have vegetable starters to plant and I have projects around the house and I feel fortunate and grateful to have a house and to still have a job. Though as an elementary music teacher, the format's changing a lot since we're going online for a while. I don't know how long that's gonna be, but normally my job is a lot of play and a lot of movement and a lot of interaction and games. And uh, this is gonna be different. So I'm gonna do my best. My kids flit between my home and their mother's house, which is very fortunately just down the street. We live on the same street. And uh, when they're gone, and there were more during the school year, the quiet is very, very loud. And sometimes I succeed in listening to it, and sometimes I just try to fill up the quiet with spinning records and playing guitars. Um, I have a big stack of books, which and I'd be digging into more. Uh, the one I've been reading most is A Brief History of Humankind. Um, kind of an abridged version, I guess. And I'm not really sure what the future holds. Yesterday my daughter brought a cat. It was a stray and we couldn't keep it because he needed to be fixed and needed shots and I can't, I can't afford to get him fixed right now or to take him to the vet and... I hope the future is bright, and I am optimistic, but these days are really weird. I feel like I've been praying for a change in society since I was a child, and I learned how brutal humanity can be. Praying for something that would incite the apathetic and greedy to care for all of our human family. My deepest hope is that we are in the first pains of that rebirth. Birth is painful. There's nothing to do but ride it out and surrender completely. It will soon be a memory, and your life will be greater for it. I feel like this is a big reset for the planet, potentially. Whether that's good or bad is is all up to us, but there's no going back to the way things were before March 2020. Maybe this is our chance to um, clean up our our act, you know? Make our society better. Make Make our our society better. better. Do the things that we know we need to do to clean up the planet and take care of each other. Get off our phones for get off our phones a few minutes. Oh man, that's not happening. We're spending more time than ever on our phones now. But I'm optimistic. I think we'll look back on this time as a time when things changed, and hopefully, more for the better than for the worse. My deepest hope is that we are in the first pains of that rebirth. Birth is painful. There's nothing to do but ride it out and surrender completely. Surrender completely. Surrender completely. Surrender completely. Surrender completely. Here's some thoughts and a passage on the how important it is to internalize positive in the face of negativity bias of the memory. Internalize positive in the face of negativity bias of the memory internalized positive your brain preferentially scans for registers stores recalls and reacts to unpleasant experiences as we've said it's like velcro 
for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones. Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones. Consequently, even when positive experiences outnumber negative ones, the pile of negative implicit memories naturally grows faster. Even when positive experiences outnumber negative ones, then the background feeling of what it feels like to be you can become undeservedly glum and pessimistic. Sure, negative experiences do have benefits. Loss opens the heart, remorse provides a moral compass, anxiety alerts you to threats, and anger spotlights wrongs that should be righted. But do you really think you're not having enough negative experiences? Emotional pain with no benefit to yourself or others is pointless suffering, and pain today breeds more pain tomorrow. For instance, even a single episode of major depression can reshape circuits of the brain to make future episodes more likely. Emotional pain with no benefit to yourself or others is pointless suffering, and pain today breeds more pain tomorrow. Even a single episode of major depression can reshape circuits of the brain to make future episodes more likely. The remedy is not to suppress negative experiences. When they happen, they happen. Rather, it is to foster positive experiences, and in particular, to take them in so they become a permanent part of you. <sighs> I don't really know what to say. Um, it's Ida, speaking from a closed Denmark, which is um, weird and full of stillness. It forces you to stay home. I think personally I'm very fortunate to live in a little house where I'm actually able to go outside and do stuff in my garden. And what is also very um, interesting about Denmark and other countries doing this is that just on the other side, in Sweden, they have um, chosen uh, another approach. Um, they are not closing down their borders. They are not closing down their schools yet. And um, there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with uh, with our government. But on this thing, I feel like, and I think a lot of Danes agree that our prime minister, uh, Mede, she's been a grown-up mother figure. And she's been very clear on all these choices that they've been making, and they've been making them really fast, and also trying to create support um, for um, all of the, the people that are afraid of already have lost their jobs. I myself, of course, am also losing a lot of money, but I know that's the same thing for a lot of artists around the world. and. Um, what to do about that, I don't really know. I'm trying not to let that affect me too much, although it's hard, but I'm trying to get the best out of this feeling of um, stillness. Um, and I think that is my personal approach, is that I try to go into the stillness of it and not let the noise affect me too much. I think a lot of people will get bored really fast uh, where what I need to do is take care of what is um, inside me and try to be a part of something that might also be bigger and go in, in the garden and do the small things and grow stuff because it's also the season for that, luckily. Um, I'm happy that this didn't happen in cold winter. Um, yeah. So, 
my feelings about it all. I think as an artist, it's probably very similar to what a lot of people are feeling. But I also have friends that are afraid of their small businesses having to close down where, you know, for us, it's going to be hard for these next months. But after that, we'll all be able to get into it again. Um, I know it might seem like a, a big thing to just close everything down. And also, we do not know yet if, if this is the right approach. But as the government is saying, they rather want to be, you know, safe than sorry. I don't know, because I'm well and I'm young, I don't know if I could be the bearer of the virus. Even if I do get it, uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. But the opinion is, of course, that we have to take care of our elders, because those are uh, more than others the people that can um, be more affected of it than me, for example. So I have kind of realized in these days that it's since we're doing it, we might as well take it very serious. There's no reason to do it halfway. We have to do it 100%, because then hopefully this will pass. Um, I don't know if it will pass faster, but it will not put as much pressure on the hospitals, and we don't want to put too much pressure on our hospitals. It seems like <laughs> that, you know, that is the opinion that people are going to have uh, eventually in the different countries. I'm just kind of happy that... Uh, it seems so strange, but like in a way I'm happy my government did it so fast because now we will all get used to it. And um, yeah, personally I'm happy to, to stay at home <laughs> and we can write our songs and do our work and, write, and uh, read a lot of books and sit by the fire, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. So I hope uh, you all will be well out there and... Um, Remember that it's not so much about you, it's more about the bigger picture, it's more about the people that can get really sick. So yeah, I hope you are well and I hope um, we'll get through this and uh, uh, even though the losses will be big, mm, money isn't everything. Yeah, that's all for me. <laughs> Bye. Remember that it's not so much about you. It's not so much about it's you. 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 So much about you. So much about you. So much about Hey John, it's Mike chiming in from Northwest New Jersey on the coronavirus for audios. I'm seeing a huge amount of people that are not taking it seriously especially 20-somethings, I guess, if I had to narrow it down. But they're not alone. There was a canceled St. Patrick's Day parade near here this weekend, and even though the parade was canceled, there was still a ton of people gathering and getting drunk and high-fiving. And I think that goes back to the whole mentality of, you know, if it doesn't affect me directly, it's not a real thing. Like, unless their buddy is diagnosed with the coronavirus or they see a a photo on their phone of someone's face melting off that scares the hell out of them. It doesn't really hit home in their everyday life, which is sad. And 
really alarming. My breathing is short today. But I think it's just anxiety. Uh, over the last year or so, I've sort of marveled at how staying in culture and uh, the culture of self-care has sort of become the norm among my generation, the, uh, the millennial generation. John, I don't know if you're considered a millennial. Um, I think you were about my age when I met you. But you're older than that now. Anyway, I'm here to tell you that there's this thing among the youth culture where, you know, you can sort of say a thing, say you're going to do a thing, say you're going to be in a place, and then kind of bail last minute, uh, which bothers me sometimes. But, you know, yeah, I need to take a night in. I just need to do me tonight. I just need to self-care. I'm just going to watch Netflix and in bed. That's sort of become the norm. And uh, who knows? <laughs> who knew that millennials would be so prepared? For social distancing. My breathing is short and short today. Uh, and I, I really hope that it's like I think it's just a So much money being taken from the place that it was before and left in limbo. And that is quite the frequency for us all to breathe into right now and feel steady because the waters feel so wild and white around us, just fully rocky. It's wild. It's just nobody knows what's going to happen. So uh, it's just a really good thing right now to keep breathing in peace and calm and gratitude for our health and gratitude for the things that we do have and a reckoning of what we need to fix and really honoring this big check-in about how unprepared we are for something even worse than this. And uh, yeah, just uh, the one beautiful part, the glass half full of this whole heavy, heavy thing is the earth is so humming in gratitude today. She is so thankful, Mama Tara. The world has pressed pause. And in this heartbeat of pause, the earth is humming in gratitude. It is vibrating with such a high frequency saying, wow, humans, wow, thank you so much for chilling out for a minute. I can breathe. I can, I can feel it almost. This breath of the earth just finally like... Ah, thank you. <laughs> so as wild as it is that we, the humans, are put into a space of change and a little bit of fear for sure and anxiety and panic at the next, I think it's very beneficial in the long run for everybody to take a long pause and just tune into that which is the most important, your healthy body your healthy vibration and your joy and gratitude for what you have right now, no matter what.
suffice it to say, say, what, say what were you just asking? Just asking? So does that, to, to you, does that just feel like a podcast? Well, you said, do you want to be on John Elliott's podcast with me? Oh, that's true. That was my fault. Yeah. Um, that was my fault. Yeah. That was my fault. Um, yeah, so his he puts together stuff, like sounds, uh, audio, and um, stories, I think. Um, okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I've never listened to it. So anyway, he just wants, he's collecting, uh, just kind of people's talking about what's going on and just, you know, like, how do you, how do you feel about what's going on? Oh, do you want me to answer that right now? I think that's, that's, that's hopefully the idea, yeah. I mean, like, right, right now? Yeah, like, right, like, three, two, one, go. How do you, how do you feel how do you feel when people of older generations call your generation irresponsible? I mean, I think that it's it's a pretty broad generalization, but I also think that I am I have a very specific type of person that I surround myself with, and so most of the people that I know are staying inside. And I honestly think that it's people that are like a, a couple years older than me mm-hmm. that are the ones that are being super irresponsible. Because I think most of the people that I know my age are doing a good job of like staying inside and social distancing and listening to their parents mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, How upset are you on a scale of one to 10 that you're not at a beach drunk? Zero. Okay. Pretty confident zero. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. So okay, on one hand, there's all these like homeschooling things and have a routine and have structure and that's all really key. But also the idea of like, hey, this whole thing is bananas and scary enough. Let's not make these kids have memories of that horrible time when I was stuck inside. So the other side is like, hey, let's just, you know, let them eat junk food and play video games all day. So trying to balance, like, let's have structure and routine, but let's all not make this like an additional trauma to being isolated. I also wonder, wow, how is all this gonna affect mine and other kids' social development? They're supposed to interact with other kids to learn how to be people. Yeah, making recordings of ambient sounds, of tying shoes, (laughs) building a deck, just seeing this time as a gift and I know that there's a lot of pain out there too but I think right now it's what do we want to focus on and who do we want to be I want to be a better friend a better partner but I also like this I'm most myself when I'm isolated sometimes 
Uh, I added that sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> I. Yeah, that's my preference is to be alone. But I'm also somebody who needs love and praise, just like most people. I don't really like the staying at home because it's really weird. Like you can't like go anywhere. Like we've been planning for our Safeway shopping for this week for like three days, like how it's all gonna go down. I think that's pretty like crazy. But anyways, life is okay now. And I'm sure it'll be okay later. I think that what is impacting me the most right now emotionally is just how much this is damaging our economy and how long it's going to take to recover. And when I say our economy, I don't mean West Virginia. I don't mean the Eastern United States. I don't mean the United States. I mean the entire world. This is quite an economic crisis that we're going through right now. And it is going to take probably years to recover from this as governors across the nation have shut cities down there's businesses just permanently closing because they can't afford to take off three weeks they can't afford to take off six weeks and with all of the people that are now losing jobs because of that situation it is pertinent now more than ever that we embrace our fellow man as as humans as people that need our help need our love and need our support because it's going to be some tough times ahead and no social or economic or national border is going to keep this crisis out this is affecting us as a as a planet as a humanity and we need to really look towards each other with love and hope and support to get through this So only supermarkets and stuff like that is going to be left open. All the rest is going to get shut down. And you know what I think is so scary about it is that everybody just nods and does it like it would be normal, which is so weird. I think things are going viral, but it's not the virus itself, you know, it's the fear and people getting so scared they do not trust their brains anymore that they do not even care to think anymore that they're just, just not and accept everything it's really weird whoever is leading anyone anywhere at the moment he could or she could say anything and people would just not and do it you know Nothing is important anymore. The climate change, things happening on the border, the refugee situation. I don't know, nothing is important anymore. But people start to fight for toilet paper in the supermarkets or like give each other weird looks on the street if someone sneezes, which is so real. I don't know, it's just not not cool really this it's not that i'm scared of the virus i'm scared of what it does to people's heads and that they just turn their heads off i think it's challenging to stay sane 
And I think the scariest part is whatever is going viral beyond the virus. COVID-19 is the illness caused by SARS-CoV-2, a virus in the coronavirus family. Both SARS and MERS are also in the coronavirus family. Those two illnesses were more deadly than COVID-19, but less communicable. Right now, we're trying to slow the spread of COVID-19. Okay, those are the facts. What are the implications? People are reacting in the way that they react to challenging situations. Look at yourself. How are you handling it? I'm going to roast the chicken. My generation has never been through this kind of thing. Ever. A crisis. Here's what I see in myself. Uh, I'm not panicking. I'm also not taking practical steps to help others, unless you count self-quarantine. I am sharing my belief that we are, for the most part, going to be fine. This is bad news, no doubt, but in the absolute worst case scenario that is unlikely to happen, 97% of us are going to survive. Don't spread the illness, but don't live in fear either. If you have a comorbidity factor and you are over 60, yes, take every precaution. But if you're someone like me, a reasonably healthy 41-year-old person, you are very, very likely to survive the pandemic, even if you contract the illness. So, don't create a new problem. Don't hoard canned goods. Buy what you need. The supply chain is intact. Leave me some canned soup. I need one can of kidney beans to make chili. Don't buy all the toilet paper. What What are are you going going to do with it? Why do you need that toilet paper? What is the advantage? What is the advantage? I get to see now how humans work together in a crisis. And I, (laughs) I can tell you we need a lot of work on that part because, um... Well, a lot of people are buying all the toilet paper ever and every hand sanitizer and, you know, trying to save themselves. And it doesn't really work that way. If you're the only one with hand sanitizer, you know, it's not going to work. Uncertainty is a part of life. Death is a part of life. An inescapable part. Take a chill pill. Do your best to preserve the health of the community. Be kind to your friends, your family, your neighbors. The birds are singing. The deer are running. Even after you die, the deer will run. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to take precautions. Just be a human being. We need to work on working on crises. Because we have a lot of other shit to solve. Later on, once this is over... We have fucking climate change. How are we going to solve that one? So, but I'm hopeful that this is going to lead us towards something, hopefully, that (laughs) will make us work together better. And let's just hope not so many people dies. Yeah. Yes, I have lived with pain in my life. And I only exacerbate the agony when I fail to genuflect to the heavy perfume of wild magnolias and azaleas. And when I fail to genuflect to the lonesome tune of crickets on a humid summer night. 
And I only exacerbate the agony when I fail to genuflect to the rivers that run like clocks with no numbers. And when I fail to genuflect to the new constellations that appear and reappear through the shapes of dark clouds that pass overhead in the night. And when I fail to genuflect to the morning rainbow that arches its back having a three-way with the sun that rises and the rain that falls and the rain that falls and seeps deep into the earth's core so that the people in hell can have a sip of water. That's the sound of birds having a party. They are loving it. Sitting in their tree canopies. Oh, shit. That's a lawnmower. In order to internalize positives, savor the experience. It's delicious. Make it last by staying with it for 5, 10, even 20 seconds. Don't let your attention skitter off to something else. The longer that something is held in awareness and the more emotionally stimulating it is, the more neurons that fire and thus wire together and the stronger the trace in memory. In the hills aligned with gravestones In a uniform march Of people who have loved and lost All their human vets I wonder what the birds are actually thinking right now. Probably 100% food and sex. And gratitude. They're probably also thinking about all the things they're grateful for. Like, hopefully, we are all doing as well. I'm a singer-songwriter from Philadelphia. But when I'm not writing songs, I'm in a hospital working in internal medicine as a nurse practitioner. I don't have the protective gear necessary to protect me from infection or even worse, spreading it to others who are sick and more susceptible right now to the virus than I am. But when I come home from work, I shower and I pick up my guitar and get back to writing songs. Even though tomorrow I'll wake up and pray that I can safely do this job and help the sick people who need it so, so much right now, I'm grateful for the gift of music to have something to look forward to and a way to escape into a world where everything can just be okay. That's why music is so important because for even a few minutes of time after a really long day and seeing a lot of things that are crazy, it allows me to escape. So I'm most grateful for that. Internalizing the positive. Internalizing the This is a message from Superintendent Dr. Matthews from the San Francisco Unified School District. We are extending temporary school closures through May 1st, 2020. As for me, we just got school canceled for two weeks. You know, I'm a high school English teacher in New Jersey, public school, and we have off for two weeks starting um, this week. And, you know, if you're telling me that I can go for walks with my dog and not to gather with large crowds and I don't have to go to work and um, I can just kind of hang out by myself for a couple weeks. I mean, I've been prepping for this my whole life. Please continue to look for updates 
in your email, or online, or online, or online. Thank you, 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 thank you. So, when this is all over, let's see each other's faces just for a second, and then go back into hiding. I really hope that you never get the virus at all and that I do not get it and and nobody all around the world would ever get the virus and I really hope and pray that you never get it and and that we can all be just be blessed and be thankful for everything we have in this year of 2020 and I would really hope and Hope and pray for everybody on on this whole entire world of love and gratitude and happiness that we can all be together and still see each other, but just take some time to heal and breathe and recover. Make a 100% clean recovery from this whole virus. And I hope it can go away completely 100% so we can all do more fun things together and go to bars and restaurants. But we're all just chilling and we're all just be hanging in there. And I hope you hang in there too, buddy. I love you, brother John. Many blessings and cheers. Boom, in your face. Boom, in face. In your face. How's that for a chance? Just a pause. We're just oh, on yeah. a pause right now. Very good. It's an earth beat. Da, it's, a, da, da, da. it's a breath. That's fun. It's an earth breath. Yes, it is. <laughs> Everybody's taking a breath right now. A deep pause. Slow down. Just <sighs> getting that breath, that slow down. Be thankful for everything we have in this year of 2020. Be thankful for everything we have. <laughs> <laughs>